Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And as we continue our discussion on mastery in this summer of self-love, we are talking about this summer of change. Oh my, it is wonderful and we are really truly being called to remember the power of unconditional love and how to hold the vibration of joy within our body. We're going to talk about the changes so far this summer and this beautiful uh, energetics uh, ahead of us as we talk with Channel Nora Harold and the Pleiadians. Nora, welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Thank you for being here. Oh, hi, Loren. Hi, everybody tuning in. Thank you so much for having me back on to your beautiful program, Loren. I've I've really been looking forward to to being here today and and being with you all that are tuning in. Wherever you are, in whatever moment you are, wow, the energy is massive and big and triggering and offering incredible opportunities to transmute and operate from a more joyful place and I'm excited to share more about that. (laughs) Yes, we are excited to catch up with you and hear from the Pleiadians. We're also going to give you space to interact with our audience today and take some questions that they may have of the Pleiadians. And let's check in then with each other and and see what has been going on. You and I were just connecting here and talking about the collective and what's going on in the collective and the word integrity comes to mind first and foremost as we live in fifth dimensional ways and still be here on this planet where others that we're entangled with may not be at the same level of awareness So it's very interesting. Nora, I want to give you a moment to comment on this and share what you sense in the collective that we're 
that we're moving through around this identity or identification or issue of integrity. Yeah, that that's it's I think that's so huge right now for all of us and and for me personally, Loren, you know, I'm constantly checking in with myself, right? In every moment, just constantly observing myself within the context of my day-to-day reality and then my interactions with others constantly observing when I'm able to maintain my vibration, right, operate from joy and come from that higher perspective. And then I'm also constantly aware and observing of those moments when I'm unable to do it. And I am just like all of you tuning in. Mm-hmm. Hacking my way, hacking my way through this jungle of <laughs> integration and reascension, and at times giving myself the illusion of massively screwing up. And, um, you know, what I'm always aware of when I do that, quote unquote, screw up, is I'm simply just activated within myself trauma moments, either from this incarnation or other incarnations that I've not yet been able to transmute or couldn't transmute in that lifetime for one reason or another. And then I do my my own internal work and work on clearing and healing and shifting and growing in whatever way I can in the moment. And, you know, when, when I see those entanglements happen and when I see myself trying to engage with another, like you were saying, Loren, who where there seems to be that vibrational incompatibility. That's kind of the way, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the way I like to term it, you know. Um, and it's just in the moment. I also always have to recognize, okay, I've pulled them in, so what, what are they showing me about myself? I just had a wonderful demonstration of that earlier today, and I could certainly see my own pig-headed, coming back at me. <laughs> no offense to the beautiful pig beings out there. It's funny that pig, I hadn't thought about it until this moment, but that's really what it was, pig-headedness and stubbornness and attachment. And I saw that being reflected back in the conversation. You know, and I have to honor that. I have to honor that me that is somewhere uh, oinking around so freaking sure of my rightness that I cannot see my potential wrongness in the moment. And I know it wasn't about the issue at hand, but I'm aware of the behavior. You know, the other thing that, and I'll just comment on this, this one other thing that I'm so sensitive to right now because I'm seeing it played out so dramatically in our reality is the, the split between our yin and yang energy, um, you know, playing out as the male and female on our world and the just heavy-duty damage and trauma sitting in all of us around this issue. And I think this really, in a lot of ways, is foundational to these vibrational incompatibilities is, you know, are we whole or are we fragmented? And if we're whole in the moment, then, well, we can really show up and be present and align with anyone but if they're fragmented and their fragmentation triggers our fragmentation in some way, then mm-hmm. I, that's when I boom, 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 fall down and, you know, forget everything I know. <laughs> mm. 
Yes. Okay. So beautiful lessons then. And, and it's, it's inspiring to know that, you know, um, you are still clearing out these layers, these trauma moments and still transmuting so much clearing and, and healing. And it's amazing that it just goes on. And this is life. This is the journey as we remember to simply come back to the power of love. And really, love is all there is. So when we look at it that way, you know, it seems like for some that don't really get that, it could just be a cop-out. But really, when we, um, you know, pay attention to our, what we love and our energy, our vibration, and when you, like you said, when we know and can recognize that there's something outside of us that is still triggering us, then we simply need to turn to love. And so this is what we've been doing for decades now, really, yeah. since the harmonic convergence. And uh, there are some on this show who listen to this show who say that nothing triggers them anymore. So it's beautiful to think that we will reach that point where we won't be triggered. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I'm having, to be honest, I'm having a very hard time imagining what that could feel like in this moment. Now, this is the way I work. We all work differently. I'm very, I I work everything through my own body um, in my Uh healing process. You know, when I work, like when I work one-on-one, So if I'm doing a remote Reiki session or a channeling session with a client, I will feel in my own body their own experience. I'll feel, so I'll ask, oh, where are you feeling that sensation in your body to a client? And and I'll be feeling it wherever they're feeling it. And I'll know if they're really uh, present with themselves, if they're giving me the feedback that I'm experiencing in my own body. So Mm -hmm. to some extent, I enjoy the process of being triggered and my own way of moving about in this reality and healing my individual self as Nora, right? And then the piece of me in the collective in this way. I'm also well aware that there are many ways of operating in this reality within this universe. So not every single one of us are here to work in the way I work, just like not every single one of us are here to work in the way other healers and guides and teachers and individuals and all of you, all of you tuning in work, right? Each of us are here doing this thing, this integration and reascension thing in the way that First, we programmed ourselves to do it before coming in, right? And then the way that is really for our highest good in the moment. So for all of you tuning in, I think it's really important that you remember that your way is your way. And you're going to pull pieces from others and support and love and help. But please don't ever compare yourself to another. Because if you hear someone say, I'm not being triggered any longer, well, that's the path they're walking. Uh, this is the Pleiadians greetings. We're, we're just going to jump in on oh, this thank one. thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome. Yes, and thank you so much, Loren, for hosting this fantastic 
conversation as you do this ongoing conversation really you know as we look at your work it kind of spins out into infinity uh, as we view it from the timeless space of our dimension and the love and energy that's rippling out always from your work here and all of you who are participating and collaborating and co-creating with Laurent, those of you as guests, those of you tuning in uh, as observers and participants in the questioning and audience, you're all collaborating together on this adventure. So there is a particular kind of angelic energy that some beings are bringing through right now as healers and guides. And that energy doesn't get triggered by the events around. Then there are those of you who are working in these other ways and you need the moment of trigger to do the transmutation work that you're doing, transmutation of trauma. So the trigger lets you see that moment where your work lies. It's like the breadcrumb on the path, right? Ah, look at that. Ah, yay. A new piece to unwrap and examine and love and love and send more unconditional love to as you transmute in this way. Neither is right or wrong or better than the other. Both are leading to the same end point, quote unquote, end point, right? As you, we all mm-hmm. turn this universe inside out. This is what's happening now, right? It's not just a shift on planet Earth any longer and humanity shifting. It's an, a universal shift where we're recreating the structure of the entire universe here. And we will come together in that space of wholeness, right, where all holds everything. But for now, your individual experiences, they're so special. And really claim and own your individuality within the collective, as you all are. And when you talk about integrity, that's really The nature of integrity is to show up fully as you are in the moment. No pretense, no need to take on another's truth or another's idea. A deep understanding of your own truth in the moment and your willingness to act, speak, be on and in that truth. And a willingness as well for your truths to change because they will. And that's a big part of integrity. It's not what's my ultimate truth. It's what's my truth right now. Absolutely. Okay. A willingness for the truth to change. Yes, it is not always the truth or my ultimate truth. Correct. It's what is true for me right now. This is Nora. You know, I... People will ask me sometimes in interviews or just in conversation, what do, what do you believe about blah, blah, blah? And I always find myself just taking a breath before I respond as opposed to just pushing play on the recorder in my brain. You know what I mean? Like how we have all that data just stored in our heads, hearts, whatever, right? Uh, and when I, when I do that, I'm able to discern in the moment what my truth is. If I just push play 
on the recording of all the stuff I've stored within me, I might miss an in-the-moment truth, and I've certainly done that. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that really is important to really stop before we respond. So good. You're someone who needs those triggers, and you actually, you said it, you enjoy those triggers. Yes, um, uh, you know, when you when we realize the end game, quote, end game of it is to move into that greater space of love, well, then that's how we play that game. And once we're aware of it, then we can start to see those patterns, how they will move away and that behavior will move away, right? So it is beautiful, but, uh, you know, it's personal and individual for each of us. Okay, well, maybe the, let's talk then a little bit about uh, this higher perspective of creating new earth, and I wonder if the Pleiadian Collective would like to share on, a little bit more already on this. People are indeed wishing to live their passion. And I know there's questions about abundance with that. So if they want to talk a little bit about the energetic vibrational shift in our consciousness around money that creates a flow, that would be a great place to start so that people can move into their passion and be in an energetic space to attract that flow. All right. So this is the Pleiadians here. You know, we always like to announce because Nora shifts back and forth so quickly. So you'll always hear, for those of you who might be listening to Nora for the first time, uh, first an announcement of who it is that's speaking, right? And it's not that Nora really has gone anywhere. She's right here present and observing and contributing as well because one of the things we do as we work through her and through those of you that like to channel the Pleiadians is we also kind of mine through your consciousness and your understanding and perspective of reality so we can give all of you information that is most pertinent to your current now. So we like to explain that, kind of what's happening here, that it's a collaboration with Nora as for any channel, it's always a collaboration through the filter, the one that's disseminating the information. And it's a back and forth. It's not just as simple as Nora's opening her mouth and we're moving through. We're moving through the field of Nora's perspective and using what she understands about reality, reality to inform our understanding of your reality so we can share both the higher information and also help you put it to use in your day-to-day -day life. So when you ask about something that is very 3D, like money, we, we actually have to do this, what we're just talking about, because here in the higher realms, we don't we don't need money. We don't, we don't use an exchange of anything in our creationary process because we're mm -hmm. existing in a field where we have unlimited access to energy, right? So there in the third dimension, the game you have played is you can transform energy from one thing to another via the law of attraction, but you can't create something out of nothing, right? 
and that's the law of creation. That's a fifth dimensional technology. So what's happening for you all now is you are moving out of law of attraction and you're moving into law of creation as you're shifting into 5D Earth and you're, as you're activating the technology contained within your fifth dimensional energetic bodies. What we want you to do when it comes to money is stop looking at it, stop talking about it, stop thinking about it, stop focusing about it. Get rid of it from your consciousness as much as you possibly can. That's tough because you're all living and have lived, when you look at linear time here on Earth, in a system of enslavement that uses money to in one way, keep you enslaved. But as you're breaking free from these bonds of enslavement, you know, as you transited through that gateway on the winter solstice of 2012, and as those enslavement contracts were nullified, so that, that from our perspective, that was the big deal about 2012, is all of your enslavement contracts came to an end on the winter solstice of 2012, meaning your contracts with other beings operating as enslavers, your contracts with one another, allowing you to play enslavement games out with each other on planet Earth, right? That all came to an end on 2012, meaning there was not any one being who was going to assume power any longer when it came to planet Earth. There was an assumption of power on your world for a long time. That assumption of power ended. Along with it, all of your systems now are starting to break down, as you can clearly see, right? You're looking at the breakdown of all your systems. And your financial and your monetary system is going to be one of those systems that ultimately breaks down and then disappears completely. So as creator beings, how... Do you possibly then, right, create more for yourselves in your day-to-day lives, enjoy your lives, have the realities you want, while at the same time let go of the technology you've been using for eons to create and manifest via law of attraction and let go of your ideas about needing more money to do it. Okay, that's so that's just the first big piece here we want you to notice within yourselves. When you think about what it is you want for yourself in your life, notice how quickly you go to money. First, just notice it. Observe it, right? I want to move. I want a bigger house. I want more land. I want more freedom. I want the ability to travel. I want all of these things. Notice how quickly you then go to money, right? Notice within you what happens there. How quickly does that trigger get activated and then all of the feelings you have around it, feelings of uh, perhaps anger, lack, frustration, etc. right? You all have that. So take a breath right now, all of you. Let's, let's have you do this. Let's have each of you, in fact, think about something that you really want that you believe is outside of your current experience, right? So think about it right now in this moment. 
just get a handle on it and get a handle on the physical experience itself. What is it? What is it you want? All right, so you've all got it. And now just notice when the money piece comes in for you, right? How do you feel in your body when you think about money? What happens? Some of you will feel expanded, right? Some of you have worked through some of this where you're not going to get triggered by this. But a lot of you are going to feel frustrated, powerless, impatient, uh, feelings of lack, and enslaved, really just enslaved, right? Why do I have to, in the first place, have this thing called money in this reality so I can eat, house myself, just have my basic needs tended to, and then on top of that, on top of that, have the icing on the cake experiences of freedom, fun, play, travel, etc. right? So that's kind of key there as well. Look at your organizational structure when it comes to what you're valuing in your life. And that deeply embedded enslavement program that tells you to value your survival first and foremost and the needs related to your survival. And then if you're lucky enough, right, maybe you can just grab that shiny little thing over there, but just a little bit of it, right? Take a look at that right now and perhaps your feelings about this what comes up in you right now, and just breathe. Remember to breathe as we're working with you in this way, and we are working with you directly right now. If you're tuning in, we're with you energetically, working with you, supporting your experience. So really put your attention on your body here. And let yourself feel the enslavement programs, the implants, your wounds, your hurt, your lack, your frustration, all of it, and just breathe right now into your trauma. And accept without judgment that this is how you feel right now. It's okay. Don't try to bypass this. A lot of you want to do that, right? You start to peel back your own shadows and darkness, and then you say, no, I'm fifth dimensional. I'm supposed to be operating from joy. I'm not supposed to be having these darker feelings. I'm just going to bypass to joy. Well, you can't bypass this stuff if it's sitting within your operating system to be dealt with. It's just going to sit there, right, festering like an untended to and untreated wound. And it will get infected and louder and redder until it's screaming for your attention. You all have had this experience of trying to avoid or ignore something because you think perhaps it's not of the highest vibrational energy to deal with it or it's not the high road to deal with it. And yet it keeps coming back around again and again and again. Well, that's because it's in you to tend to, to love, to accept to deal with and it's either you from an earlier version of this lifetime or a series of yous from this lifetime and then also it is you in other moments of time and space and other lifetimes those yous that were unable to transmute 
gigantic trauma moments for one reason or another prior to leaving that incarnation. This is what you came in to do in this lifetime, right? This work, more than anything, is what you came in to do in this lifetime. This is not an incarnation of, you know, let's see how far I can go in the game of 3D planet Earth and how much I can acquire, how much stuff I can have. That's not what you're doing here in this lifetime any longer. It's not your reason for being here. It pretty much was your reason for coming to Earth every other lifetime. So that's confusing as well, right? You came in thinking, woohoo, all right, I'm going to integrate and reascend, but prior to the moment when that all gets going, I'm going to live a normal earthly existence of, right, growing up, having beliefs, trying to have a career, relationship, be in 3D, make more money, have a nicer house, have more travel, right? And then the bottom fell out of all of that as you began to really accelerate in your integration and reascension and most of you just don't know what to do when it comes to money manifestation creation all of it because it a lot of that just doesn't feel fulfilling to you any longer right when you think about it that's the other thing so think about the things that you think you're attached to the ideas you think you're attached to having right now those physical stories take a breath and feel into your body what do you really want? And this is what becomes central for you now. So you, you heal these wounds by observing, feeling what there is to be felt, accepting your feelings without judgment, and then activating unconditional love from within. And as you activate that vibratory rate of unconditional love, meaning as you understand yourself as love incarnate. That unconditional love radiates out in waves to the versions of you in any moment of time and space that need it, and that, tra that trauma then becomes transmuted. Then you go to the, the underlying energetics of what it is you really want to create in your reality right now. Not bigger, better, more. What do you want? How do you want to feel? What vibrations do you want to be playing in on a regular basis? Joy, excitement, passion, creativity, connection, expansion, etc. And with your breath, you start to activate these vibratory rates within your own chakra system, right? So let's just use joy right now. We've thrown a lot of possibilities out there, but let's go to joy. And we see joy is essential for all of you. If you can activate the vibratory rate of joy from within your bodies and then use that as the foundation for your creationary experience, the money, the, the physical realities, they take care of themselves then you don't have to put your mind on any of that. Your third dimensional body, mental body, gets to take a rest. So go into your chakra system right now. Go into your second chakra specifically. Take a breath here. And activate the vibratory rate of joy. So some of you are doing it. Some of you are saying, how do I do that? Your mental bodies don't know how to do this. 
So ask your mental bodies to just observe. Your second chakras already know how to do this. So you're basically just giving your second chakras a prompt right now or a command just like you would give to your computers, right? Most of you use your computers without fully understanding how it is they work. But you give commands and props or you click with your mouse and the things happen that you want, right? You get where you want to go on the Internet by clicking the mouse. Most of you don't really mentally understand how that all happens. That's all right. You don't have to mentally. You can't mentally right now understand your 5D technology because your 3D mental body is not set up to understand it. So go into your second chakras and with your breath, activate the vibratory rate of joy. And you can use the color orange if you want. You can use the idea of pushing a button. Whatever works for you. If you need a visual cue, use it. Use your breath. And let that joy start to hum in your second chakra. And then as you breathe, look for the vibration of joy throughout the rest of your chakra system. Where else are you able to access it? Where else can you activate it? Is it in your heart? Your first chakra? Your solar plexus? Your throat? Your third eye? Your crown? Is it in the soles of your feet? The palms of your hands? Your elbows? Your knees? Yes, we're we're asking you to step away and expand out your understanding of your chakra system because you've got many chakra points in your 3D operating system and then many more in your 5D operating system. So now look for that vibratory rate of joy in your fifth dimensional energetic body. And the way you're going to feel that or experience that is kind of a slight tingling on your skin or an expansion in the space around you. You're you're going to actually feel a bit like you're blowing up energetically like a balloon. So let your 5D energetic body hold the vibratory rate of joy and feel the difference between your fifth dimensional energetic body here in joy and your 3D chakra system in joy. Your 3D chakra system is just a bit Denser, louder. Your 5D energetic body feels lighter, like like butterflies' wings or hummingbird, right? Very gentle, incredibly powerful. So as you do this, as you work energetically in this way, and then allow in your day-to-day life. So that's big. You've got to step back. You've got to get out of the way and let the energy do its job. Your mental bodies aren't going to like this. Your emotional bodies might freak out on you, right? Because your emotional bodies are going to get all triggered and activated and afraid that 
the technology isn't working or going to trigger old traumas or old experiences or are they going to look you're going to look at the clock right and say ah I ran that process and I've been running it for a few days and nothing has happened yet right when those things happen go back into feeling observing what it is you're feeling accepting the feeling exactly as it is don't bypass feel it activate unconditional love within your body then again, activate the vibratory rate of joy. So this is a two-tiered approach to the creationary process for you all right now. It is the transmutation of trauma and then the activation of joy within your operating systems. And what you will find is the more trauma you transmute, the easier it is for you to activate joy. The more you activate joy, the easier it is for you to transmute this trauma. And things that used to take you months, years, decades to clear, you'll clear in moments. And the energetic states that used to take you minutes or hours to be able to get to will take you seconds. Okay, this is Nora. I'm back. <laughs> oh, that is so comforting to hear. That was a beautiful message. And really feeling that joy cultivated in the body, feeling the fifth dimensional body with that joy. It is so exquisite. So here we go. We're going to step out of the way. We're going to get out of the way of allowing this to cultivate forward. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah, I find for myself, you know, um, my mental body still wants to try to figure it all out, you know. And all that does is slow down my experience. It, it, I, I throw myself back into third dimensional density when I do that. And everything takes longer. And I feel incompetent and enslaved and frustrated because, yeah, I've gone back into 3D. When I do this with the Pleiadians, just shared and I do this on a regular basis and I do it very quickly, right? So we gave a very slowed down um, version of this method. You can run this in a second, right? Feel, observe, mm -hmm. accept, activate unconditional love, activate the vibratory rate of joy. Right? I do this when I'm out grocery shopping, when I always say grocery shopping, right? Y'all have heard me say that before. I like to grocery shop, so I like to cook. So I think that's why I always say grocery shopping. Okay, so when I'm out grocery shopping in my car, you know, out in town, whatever, shop, whatever, I, I run these processes as a part of my third dimensional day-to-day -day reality. I weave it into my life. So it becomes more second nature for me to operate in this way. And then, yes, doors open, things happen. I'm more in the flow. While I'm still needing money to support my reality, I have what I need. You know, it's it's funny. I was having this discussion yesterday where uh, on on the one hand, I'm resistant to bringing in more money because I don't want to play in money any longer. You know, and I think this is mm -hmm. a big this is a big issue for all of us 
in this in this work as well, right? Like a lot of us are like, yeah, man, I could just snap my fingers and activate my creator energy and bring in a boatload more money or work or whatever it is to get the bigger house and the freedom and the travel. I'm so tired of it, right? I don't want to play in that way any longer. I want to play energetically in this mm-hmm. way. Well, that what the Pleiadians said there really did help us shift energetically. And so what they were saying there about playing energetically by activating this vibratory rate of joy within the body and by doing that and being in that vibration, playing in those vibrations, it will bring uh, the money, which we do need in in this uh, reality right now for now yes. and who knows it may shift but the the point is we're not doing it for money anymore right. we're not we're not and i know that's an important shift for each of of us to make right yes. when especially those who step out onto their own it's like we are so programmed to think of the money what can i do to make money but instead it really is this newer energy fifth dimensional energy of doing what you love because you're in that vibratory rate of joy you're in the feeling of unconditional love you will be inspired on the streams of income when we have to be in the 3d world yeah so that's the important shift. It's beautiful. Yes, yes, this is the Pleiadians here. And you can't yet know how this is all going to play out as you really activate your 5D energy and no longer need money. And you don't know whether or not this is going to happen within this particular incarnation for all of you, right? So there are a lot of you that are trying to figure it out, right? Trying to come up with new ways of energy exchanges for money and new kinds of currency. You don't know yet how this is all going to play out. So don't stress yourselves out trying to figure it out right now. All that's going to do is activate stress and trauma in your bodies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I would love to... Uh, keep the Pleiadians available, the collective available for some questions from our audience. Listeners, if you're on the web call or the phone, star two will raise your hand if you'd like to ask a question. I would like to go to Mana's question for our first interaction here. Um, And this is many of us, many of us uh, feel uh, a resonance with Lemuria and Atlantis and the Pleiades. So here's Mana's question. I know I'm a Pleiadian and I resonate with Atlantis, but I still can't remember my lives in both. And although I felt a tremendous amount of fear when Nora talked about what happened with Lyran ships fleeing, fleeing the earth in, in the last episode. Uh, her question is, how can I reach my memory and figure out what I'm here to do. And this is coming from several people. Some one, one gal says she's almost near 70 and feels clueless as to why she would possibly be here, but she feels this is the first time on the planet. Mm. So that's common. So this memory, how do we access the Pleiadian memory and figure out what we're here to do? All right, so this is the Pleiadians here. So first, we're going to answer the um, how do I figure out what I'm here to do or why am I here, that question, because we see that 
We see that in all of you, right? Even those of you who feel like you're doing bigger work, there's still that, okay, why am I here? And, and then there are a lot of you who feel as if you're searching for your reason or your purpose for being here. Your number one reason for being here at this time is to have your own personal and individual experience of the shift. Conscious, unconscious, that's why everyone is on earth right now. There's nobody on earth that's here by accident. Every single being incarnate on your world at this time is here to participate in the integration and reascension process. And like we said earlier, for a lot of you, this is very confusing because you've never come to Earth to do this before. In fact, you've never gone anywhere to do this before. So sometimes your question of what am I here to do is not really accurate because you're already doing it. The question you're really asking is, am I doing it right? <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can somebody please tell me what the next signpost is? Like, yes, and, and like Nora was saying earlier, for a lot of you, you feel like you are hacking your way through the jungle of integration and reascension, right? This uh. is un forged territory in this universe. Take a breath, all of you. The fact that you're here means you're, you're on mission, period. There's nothing greater you will ever do in this incarnation than showing up and being present. The fact, then, that you've awakened your consciousness and are actively and consciously participating in the integration and reascension process. Really just is that icing on the cake, right? And in a lot of ways puts you so far ahead of those who've not yet done that. Now it doesn't look that way right now in your world because it still looks like in a lot of ways you're playing the old game, right? So it looks like there's this group of you woo-woo cuckoos out here, <laughs> right? Who are floundering around in your new age world, not able to hold down a job and not able or whatever it is, right? Whatever, whatever story you're wanting to tell yourself or judgments you're pulling in. But the truth of it is you all are the advanced and awakened consciousness because you let yourselves wake up. When those around you, and it's happening already, it's happening, right? So it's not a future event any longer that mass consciousness is going to awaken. Mass consciousness is in the process of awakening, and you all are serving now as their signposts. You are here as incarnate guides. Take it in. Mm -hmm. If you're tuning in, if you're listening, if you're asking what I'm here to do, this is the other piece. You are operating as an incarnate guide. You are a way shower. That doesn't mean that you have to hang up a shingle and be a healer or a guide professionally, although if you want to, fantastic. What it does mean is that via your, your own personal journey, 
the energy you hold, the experience you're having, you are informing the collective consciousness around you simply by the very nature of your existence and your awakening. Mm. Again, so comforting because it's so simple and we don't have to put our mind too much on it. We are very powerful. The fact that we are here, each of us, the fact that we got to be here at this time is the mission. Again, beautiful reintegration and ascension process. That's what we're here. And we are also new earth leaders. Yes. Yes. Here to help all those others. Yes. By example, and that's why we were saying in the beginning of this show, the integrity and what we're seeing come up where people could be looking to others as we recognize integrity within ourselves, as we recognize our inner knowingness within ourselves, sometimes outside of us, we can start to call others out. But that is part of something that has to be transcended as well. We rise above those sorts of attitudes. Again, it's still something within us. So it's this beautiful process. And Nora loved this transmutation of, transmutation of trauma within her and these triggers. So again, it is so very comforting. We are incarnate guides and way showers. And I know many have not thought that they could even be a guide or a way shower, but I talk to people every day and this is confirmed because of this knowledge that is coming forth from each of us, this inner knowingness. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. But, and you respond. Can we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to, I want, the Pleiadians want to get to that second piece about accessing memory. That was the first piece actually. But the other thing I just want to comment on as Nora, the channel. So they started using the term incarnate guide regularly just within the last six to nine months or so. You know, it was, mm, that makes it, sense. Yeah, it was a term I had held in my own consciousness for my own work here for a while, right? They told me a while ago, you're an incarnate guide. I was like, okay, I, I get what that means for me. And now, through the activations and, and the raising of our collective vibration, you know, all of you are coming into your own as incarnate guides. And it's truly wondrous to witness you all do this. So this is from Nora. To watch you all do it, it's just, you're so incredibly beautiful. Right on. Isn't it great? Yes. Yeah. 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 So that is the vision that I hold for New Earth, and it sets me strongly on my path and my mission as well. Yeah. And so all of us, I mean, can we see the world when we are able to really be from that place, to be on that energetic level of cultivating joy within our bodies and unconditional love, working with integrity. It is quite beautiful. And so this is why the great spiritual teachers, all the spiritual teachers, every one of us says to hold the vision for new earth. Because it, if we hold that vision, we are bringing it in. Because it's a vision, it's already created. Yes. So beautiful. Well, okay, Nora and the Pleiadians, I know you're right there too. Let's go to our phone line and take some callers. Oh, wait. 
Did you? Did you yes. Let us something? just say quickly. Yes, this is a Pleiadians on accessing memory. Yes. Your, your memories do not exist outside of you. They are contained within your bodies, both genetically, ancestrally, and then also via cellular memory from other lifetimes, meaning you can access in your own body the memories of those experiences as if they're happening right now by also using your energetic structure from within that connects you to the database of records, your oversoul or what you might call even the Akashic records. But don't perceive that the Akashic records sit outside of you any longer, right? That's that's kind of that's information that worked for you all when you were at a lower vibration, right? You needed to go up and out to find that stuff. Now it's all within. So what you've got to do is start questioning yourself. All right, am I Pleiadian? Yes or no? Feel what your body tells you. Move on in that way. Don't expect your memories to come to you like movies, like visions. Expect your memories to come to you in the ways that they do. So for some of you who are more clairvoyant, yes, that'll happen like a movie or a vision. For some of you, it'll be a smell, it'll be a taste, it'll be suddenly just a knowing. Ah, this is what I did, this is who I was. And then what you've got to remember, it's not really this is what I did and this is who I was. It's this is what I'm doing right now in this moment and this is who I am. Because all is happening in this moment. So that can also help you access your quote-unquote memories. We like to say records instead. Because those experiences are concurrent with your now moment. It's happening right now. It's very present. Let it all be that present. You're not having to go way, way back into some distant path. It's simply to another marker in the universe, another moment in time that's here right now with you and you can feel it in your body. As you start to play in this way, you'll be able to have a clearer understanding of those experiences and what what your experience was at that moment. Very interesting. So thank you for adding that about the records and our where we are from. I would venture to say then, as we are expecting the memories to come to us when we resonate with something for example there was i was reading about the various planets in the pleiades and one maya one was very volcanic and another was um very ridden with trees trees all over and so if there's aspects in our life that we resonate with that's part of the the memory Right? That's part of the record coming forward. Yes, totally. I also find that, this is Nora here, from, you know, just past lives on this planet. Like, I look at the kinds of clothes I like to wear, you know. Oh, well, okay. clearly that's a throwback to that century, <laughs> right? Or <laughs> that lifetime. Yes. <laughs> and it goes likewise in these incarnations if we really don't want to go somewhere on the planet. Oh, that's yeah. because that's the it works the same way. I that's an hate, aspect. I, used to hate the desert. I had terrible. Oh. I just had terrible reaction to the desert, and then I was able to access uh, Native American lifetime I had uh, that was just mm. really brutal and and awful. Uh, in the desert and you know now I live in the desert oh hi California basically is desert I mean we have trees and green but it's a desert climate so 
Yeah, mm-hmm. what, that, so this is the benefit of transmuting trauma, right? This right, is- integrating. So that trauma, you know, you would hate to be there, but now that you integrated that, you love it, and it's your home. Yes. yes um, personally, I remembered a past life as a Native American, and my allergies went away. And I had terrible allergies. Mm-hmm. So it's, yes, this is what we're doing. It's it's part of becoming whole, reintegrating and ascending in this vibratory process. Okay, I'm going to get to some callers now. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. We're going to go over to uh, Somerville, New Jersey. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, this is Eva. How are you? Hi, Eva. Your question. <laughs> um, so my question, I don't know if I have any Palladian in me or not in this moment, but I'm just wondering if um, they have any message for me personally. All right. This is the Palladians here. So we're going to ask you, Eva, take a breath right now, right? And just as you breathe, Put your attention on your heart chakra as we're interacting with you. And there's no right or wrong answer here. We want you to just tell us what you know in this moment. Do we feel familiar to you in this moment? Yes. Excellent. Good. So what you're telling yourself here is you have some connection with the Pleiadians. That connection could be other lifetimes. It could be genetic information in your body. It could be both. It could be that you've had experiences in the higher dimensions holding the Pleiadian energy and vibration, but we feel familiar to you. Yes, it's an energy and a vibration that is recognizable to you, to your operating system. As far as a general message. Our general message for you right now is trust what you know. Trust what you know in your body. There are decisions you're in the process of trying to make right now for yourself. Don't let your head tell you which way to go. Instead, take a breath and put your attention on your body. Your body, and this is for all of you, your body's And the feedback your bodies give you is always way more valuable than the stuff in your head. Thank you, Eva. Thank you very much. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're going to go to some more questions from our chat line. Can I I just uh, put a request out there, Loren? Oh, yes. Please do. So for those of you asking questions, general messages are fun, but when you ask, can I get a general message, I'm, I'm instantly kind of downloaded with the encyclopedia of everything about you. So it's, it's helpful if you can be more specific in your questions. Ask about something specific in your lives, your relationships, whatever, something you need healing around, your connections. Um, it just makes it easier for me and us to sort through all of your data. Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. So be more specific here. We're going to go up to or over and down to North Naples, Florida. Hi. It looks like Susan is on the phone. Hi, Loren. Hi, Nora. Hi, Hi. Susan. 
Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I I know what we uh, the Palladians told us about money and and thinking of all of that. Yet I struggle with that. I struggle with being able to um, deal with the 3D reality and the vision of where we're going eventually um, and just like how to get myself out of the, um, I don't want to say worry about money, but the focus on money. Yes, that's fantastic. This is the Pleiadians here, Susan. So when you use the word struggle, just take a breath here and put your attention on your body. Where do you feel that struggle in your body? My stomach. That's This is Nora. That's so great. So that's exactly where I'm feeling your struggle as well. So good job, Susan. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> this, is the, this is the Pleiadians here. So Susan. Go into your struggle, in, in, into your third chakra, into your stomach here, and, and even some into your second as well. And don't try to change or alter your experience of struggle right now. Just let yourself have it. Really let yourself feel your own struggle. And as you're feeling it, we're going to ask you some questions here. So the struggle, is it? Within you, are you struggling with someone else? Tell us what you know, and don't make it too complicated. Just what comes up as we ask that question? Um, it's been uh, my entire life in one flavor or another, and it's it's um, my struggle. It doesn't have to do with anyone else. As you're looking at your own struggle, right? So there's you struggling with you. Well, who's the other you? Because there are two of you right now we're looking at. Is it this you in this life or is it you from another life? What do you feel? I'm not sure. Just take a breath. You cannot get this answer wrong. What do you know in this moment? Are you struggling with Susan or are you struggling with another version of you from another lifetime? I think it's this lifetime. Fantastic. Good. So what you're putting your attention on then is ancestral and genetic trauma. It's in your body. Does that make sense to you? Uh, I, I, I don't really feel energy, so I can't um, articulate other than a head answer. But I know the head answer is not what I should be going for. Well, but if in your head you got, yes, there's there's there are ancestral. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's okay. And it's not true that you can't discern energy because, boy, you sure discerned your struggle in your stomach area. That is you using your energetic body. Yes, there was a physical correlating response in your body. But that's still you running your energetic system and feeling things energetically. You just very quickly then interpreted that energetic experience as physical. You understand? Yes. Good. Yes. Susan, you're much smarter than you want to make yourself out to be and much more advanced than you give yourself credit for. And this is that ancestral and genetic struggle. Your ancestral lines 
have had a long history of dimming your lights, making yourselves less than, devaluing yourselves, feeling small, weak, and ineffectual. Just breathe right now into all of that trauma. So you incarnated into these ancestral lines in part to help transmute the ancestral trauma. So your job right now is to just observe it, accept it without judgment, and then activate unconditional love for this version of you and any version down these ancestral lines that needs it, that's in this particular struggle. Life is hard. I am ineffectual. I don't understand the game of planet Earth. I'm barely getting by. Send that love to all of these counterparts along your family lines. Do this for a bit now. We see you're going to have to go over this work a bit. So sometimes this is what what happens for all of you if you're very ingrained in something. It, it requires uh, a number of energetic uh, transmutation sessions with yourself in this way. And then, Susan, and, and see if you can do it right now. So we're going to just throw out uh, an experience here to you. We're going to throw out the experience of ease. Just breathe into ease. And tell us if you're able to find ease in your body. My neck. Excellent. So breathe into that ease and just magnify it right now. To play between struggle and ease within yourself in this way until you find yourself suddenly able to, within your third chakra, feel a sense of ease. And you'll know then that you've really moved along in this transmutation work. And then you'll find yourself uh, having an easier time, literally, on planet Earth. Thank you, Susan, for your question. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, beautiful, amazing, the ancestral lines that still affect us. I know that topic does come up, um, you know, and even though we don't know them, I even with my own husband, he has said, well, what if we like our ancestors? And it's like, well, we still have to be aware of, right, some of the energetics that were put in place. Yes, yes, and I'm so grateful that Susan came in with the the issue of ancestral trauma because that was not somewhere that we had gone yet today. So she really, Susan, you just really rounded out this information today so beautifully. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Great. Let's go on over to Denise. Hello, Denise. Oh, yay. Thank you so much. Um, I feel like I'm endeavoring to make an ever so slight shift to be able to really be in my still point of soul a little bit more to access what I'm endeavoring to access. And I don't know if I need to let go of something or quiet my mind more. I've been trying all these techniques. I wonder if you could help me in any way there or anything else you see. Thank uh, you. Denise, this is the Pleiadians here. What's your, what's your favorite color, Denise? What pops into your head as we ask you that question? Fuchsia. Excellent. All right. So put your attention on your heart chakra right now. And okay. as you inhale, allow yourself to receive a trans transmission of fuchsia light. 
And as you exhale, just direct that fuchsia color up and down all throughout your chakra system. Letting it take you to the place that you described. Are you there? Yeah. I'm kind of tingling everywhere. Yes. So (laughs) just use this right now. There's not a lot of head stuff for you. There's not a lot of, there's not really any story we want to give you right now other than this energetic. We'll tell you that that fuchsia light from our perspective looks like the light of your higher self, your fifth dimensional identity. So in running this exercise, you're going to feel more and more from within like your higher self. And it's that experience you're you're seeking right now to be operating from your fifth dimensional identity, your higher self. We use those terms interchangeably and be, begin creating from this version of you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Denise. Thank you so much. I love you. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Oh, okay, we we have time for one more caller, but before we get to that, I want to give you a moment to talk about your latest rounds of transmissions from the Pleiadians in your special offer. So tell us a little bit about that because these are uh, new and the latest. Yes, it is basically a compilation of all of the work I've done over the last seven months since mm-hmm. I was Last on your program, six or seven months, yep. So the first will be a special group call and webcast on August 10th. So it will be similar to this kind of format in that I'll do a opening transmission and then I'll take questions from everybody who's participating. The second item is a video workshop on accessing your past life memories and other records given by me and the Pleiadian Collective. So this is something that we filmed here to be done at your home on video. So this is not a video of a workshop that happened elsewhere that we're then handing off to you guys. This is meant to be done in your home. So it is for you. We'll be speaking directly to you. I've had amazing feedback from people who have used this video workshop to access records and memories, you can do it again and again and again and let it take you into many different lifetimes and experiences. Then there are three workshops included in the package. The first was offered on the Vernal Equinox in March and it's amplifying the vibratory rate of joy in your operating systems and then using your throat chakras as a way to begin speaking that vibratory rate of joy into beingness in the world around you in your particular version of reality. The second workshop was totally trippy, uh, this love gateways and portals with the Pleiadians, the Elementals, and Kaliandra, who's a fairy who shows up also in some of the other transmissions here in my work. This was just, I I have to go back and listen to this again um, because so much new information for me was covered here in how to access gateways and portals in our bodies and use our chakra systems as portals to magnify energy in our creationary process, then find gateways and portals in the energy around us and collaborate with other portals and gateways 
all of the elementals showed up with all of their very specific earth and elementals, very specific transmissions of energy and love. Um, okay, so there's that. And then there's the summer solstice transmission, which just came through last month, which we have dubbed the Pleiadians and I, the summer of change. So, um, boy, uh, mm. uh, this is the Pleiadians here. We're just going to jump in and, and talk about that solstice transmission that came in. It It is the biggest transmission of energy you have received to date. It fast-forwarded your integration and reascension process and experience in the weeks leading up to the solstice. Many of you found yourselves activated and triggered and working through issues to clear a pathway for the transmission. And then once the transmission came in, what we've observed is that many of you now are dealing with kind of the bookend to those original triggers and activations that have occurred in yourself. So this always happens with your solstice transmissions. They're incredibly activating for all of you. And fast forward your integration and reascension and the fast forwarding occurs, of course, because you're rifling through much more quickly all of your stuff. So this transmission talks about that energy and how to work with that energy, the solstice transmission. And then we also talk a bit about the eclipse that's going to be happening in August on your world and the potential for some major uh, changes and shifts on Earth at, via collective humanity, in part because of the energy of the eclipse, and then also because of the big deal you're all making about this eclipse, right? So it's twofold, right? Mm -hmm. You've got the energy, and then you've got the big deal, and the big mm -hmm. deal opens the door for big deal events to, <laughs> to occur. All right, this is Nora here, and then there are seven other transmissions included. They're each about 90 minutes long, and it's all uh, supporting information to the bigger workshops that were offered, and then just lots of just interesting and fascinating and activating pieces. These monthly transmissions are always, I think, sometimes the, the most precious parts of my work because they're so in the moment and present. There's a lot about operating as an incarnate guide and how to how to access that truth of your identity and operating as love and managing conflict. Oh, that was a great one, session five. So I'm kind of skipping around here for you all. Uh, the kind of the benefit sometimes and the necessity of conflict in our lives and how we can use conflict to further our integration and reascension experience. And then I'm I'm going to jump down to session seven here, which just happened last week. And I actually gave this to, to you, Lorenz, so everyone know this wasn't part of my package originally, but once it came through last week, I thought, oh, this has to be a part of this package. There is an act, there's an activation of the crystalline light body contained within this transmission that I found to be so incredibly powerful and healing and transforming for me. And a real explanation and understanding of what that means, right, to shift from 
carbon-based life form to crystalline-based life form. Uh, this is the Pleiadians because your mental bodies, that's, that's one of the things your mental bodies really can't understand at all right now. But energetically, you're beginning to understand what this means, to shift from carbon-based to crystalline-based. And this is an activation that accelerates that shift in your bodies, uh, makes the shift a bit easier, and then helps you activate your fifth-dimensional mental bodies so you can understand intellectually what is actually happening in your bodies. Mm. Powerful. Okay. Okay, so yes, I skipped around a little bit there as I was talking about the last seven just because there's so much content to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, well, beautiful though. <clears throat> Each of these with their energetic transmission and a real shift in consciousness. Uh, beautiful. Uh, and as we close today, I will ask about the August eclipse, mm-hmm. right? But for now, I'd like to remind our listeners to check out that special offer button on this webpage and learn more about those beautiful transmissions from Nora and the Pleiadian Collective and so much, so many more beautiful beings from on high and the elementals. All right, let's go. We do have time for one more, hopefully quick enough for our audience. And this time we're going to go to Burns, Oregon. And it looks like Karen. Hi, Karen. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I wonder if you have any information on what's the best solution for my problems with my knees and my feet. Um, so this is Nora here. You're having pain in your knees and your feet. Is that correct, Karen? Right, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, this is the Pleiadians here. Karen, greetings. So there's, there's – There are a number of things that are contributing to your experience right now in your body, but what is primary for you is a lifelong rejection of your current physical structure and a lifelong rejection of being on earth in the first place, which is why it's manifesting so strongly in the part of your body that is most connected to planet Earth itself. So first, put your first chakra not just in the base of your spine and your tailbone, but also in the soles of your feet. So do that right now, Karen. Open up, breathe into your heart center, and as you exhale down, Feel your first chakra and how massive it actually is as it connects you to earth itself through the soles of your feet. For all of you do this. All of you reimagine your first chakras if you've not yet done this and feel those chakra points in the soles of your feet as part of your first chakra connecting you to earth. And then two, as you breathe, Give yourself permission to activate the vibratory rate of excitement in your first chakra. So just like we were saying earlier with activating the vibratory rate of joy in your second, get your head out of this. Your head isn't going to know how to do this. Just tell your operating system to activate excitement in your first chakra. And let that excitement radiate in the three 
points of your first chakra. So each sole of your feet and the base of your spine, your tailbone there. And imagine if you were standing up, then you'd, you'd be kind of in a triangle with, if your legs were spread a bit. So kind of use that image of the triangle here to help you run some more energy down into your first chakra, Karen, connecting you more with your body, allowing you to feel more sense of comfort with this body, allowing you to accept your body exactly as it is, love your body exactly as it is, and allowing you to feel connected to earth as your home. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Karen. Yeah, thank you. That was wonderful. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Karen. And that is so helpful for the rest of us as well. Well, I want to give a big thank you to the Pleiadian Collective for a beautiful transmission on this energetic vibration, this joy, this vibration that we must reach for, that we can cultivate within ourselves. It is the mission as we go and work through transmuting our trauma, integrating, reintegrating, and working on our ascension. So Nora and the Pleiadians, as we wrap up our call today, I would like just a quick note on this eclipse. We have heard that it is because it is going from the Pacific to the Atlantic, then it is healing these wounds between the rift between Atlantis and Lemuria. Will you comment, please? Yes, we, we see that piece of it, right? Uh, and on a deeper level, it's about unification of the male and female energy. And feeling a state of wholeness for each of you within your own body. So what you're playing out right now in your lives is your own wounds or traumas around the fragmentation of the male and female energy, which really is what sank Atlantis, right? On Atlantis, there was an ideological split, which played itself out as a split between the male and female energy, yin and yang, masculine, feminine, masculine, divine, however you want to call it. And you've got to get your head out of gender here, right? This is not about men and women. That's why we like to use yin and yang instead. So the yin and yang energy split into two pieces, ripping the continent apart, literally, Atlantis, causing it the eruptions and the volcanic explosions and the earthquakes and, and all of it, it because of the ideological and energetic split. So this eclipse, which the work you're doing prior to the eclipse is getting in touch with the wounds. So you're all looking at this in your lives, right? You've got so much happening on your world to draw your attention right now to the fragmentation of yourselves and in the different ways this plays out, whether it be sexism, racism, and your politics, and your government, and in your work, in your relationships, your relationships with your partners, your friends, your children, your parents, your relationships between your that your parents have with one another or don't have on and on and on. This is what you're looking at right now. And then 
The sun's going to go away, right? That's what happens on the eclipse. Gone, right? So the illusion is your source of power has been disconnected, and then the illusion is you come back into a new understanding of your power as whole beings. You're thrown into the void. You come back out the other side empowered, recharged, able to access a state of wholeness and oneness from within. Beautiful. More inspirational words from the Pleiadian Collective. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this quantum conversation. Very inspiring. Oh, thank you so much, Loren, for having me on. This is Nora here again. And thank you to all of you who've called in and, and wrote in and, and tuned in and listened and will listen. Thank you so much. I I love you all. Yes, this is the Pleiadians. We love you. We love you. We love you. We are always here for you, always available to you. Beautiful. And we shall each make that connection with you. So much in gratitude to the Pleiadian Collective and to you, Nora Harold, for standing in your truth and for channeling these beautiful beings with these messages. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. And we are going to take a mellower trip today. So enjoy as we continue to cultivate this energy, energetic vibratory rate of joy.
you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.